Parshas starts by Yitzhi Yaakov in Be'er Sheva, Be'er Chorona, and Rashi bothers him why it says by Yitzhi Yaakov. He just sort of said, what he called Be'er Yaakov Chorona, from Be'er Sheva, once in Be'er Sheva, but he didn't have to say he left Be'er Sheva. And he goes to explain that a tzaddik and an ear has three valuable assets that he brings to the city. One is hoid. Hoid is we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Rabbeinu was mitzabim to put his hands on Yeshua, he should give over to him from his hoid. So it's something that someone gives over willingly to someone else. And then the ziva, which is the sun, the rays of the sun, it, it, we we feel we feel that beam, whatever it is there, and that's the sun doesn't have any actually kavonet to, to beam it on me. He beams and hits whoever it hits. Same thing happens with a tzaddik. He gives off a certain keach, and that gets absorbed by different people, and that's uh, the two. And then there's what uh, adola. Which the Matthias is, you're, you're a hodo, you're a beautiful thing, so, you know, you have it. And the assumption is that it's a, a tzaddik that does this, so Horeidus replies, so tzaddikim, not me, you. So the power is by Horeidus, Rifkin, and Yitzchak are still there. They didn't leave. And if you want to talk about who is more, I guess, uh, Influential, I guess it would be Rifki and Yitzchak. They're much older, and they were there for much, much, much longer years, and the Chayre, and they were teaching in there and everything else, and Yaakov was Yeshiva Bacha. So, what would it be talking about? The Chayre should be talking about them. And then, in reality, we had an opportunity to talk about this Pashas Vayeva when Avram Avinu leaves uh, Eretz Plishtim. This is what I think. I think that this talks about every single individual in Claudius soil that has an influence that means he's a good person. Using the word tzaddik, I guess not in the point as the tzaddik, but a tzaddik. And everybody has an influence on other people. We say this all the time in, in, in Avarabba, Lomoy Lamed, Lishma Velasis. Everybody has an influence on other people. And people, what we want to justify themselves by watching certain things by other people. If they're cooler, they surely want to take it, whatever it is there. And this is, and this is what we are. We are all teachers. So it's important that we conduct ourselves rightly, but to think about it, the influence of people that are silent. Sometimes you, uh, if you think about it, you're davened in a shul next to a guy, never said hello to him, and, but the way he davened, the way he did, somehow made you feel good. And then he moved out of the neighborhood, and you miss him. What do you miss about him? I know I felt when he was there, my davening was different. I felt the thing that that's the influence we have one on the other. And they say over from the Alton Kelm, I don't know, that he never said a shi or a shmuz 
when the whole yeshiva was not there because then it's a different yeshiva. If you don't have all the strengths at the same time and the weaknesses at the same time in the yeshiva, there at one time it's a different yeshiva. Maybe equally as good, but it's not the same yeshiva. A new Talmud came, a new Talmud left. Talmud left doesn't make it, it's not the same yeshiva anymore. Different strengths are involved. And that's the point that every one of us is expected <coughs> to reach this Madriga of Yaakov in Be'er Sheva. Now, Yaakov, we know about that he was, went for, spent 14 years of, uh, what do you call it, not sleeping in Yeshiva. Now, you can't say he didn't sleep at all because it's impossible. Once three days, a person makes another, he can't sleep for three days, he won't sleep for three days, we give him Malchus, because it's impossible. So how come we had flag-sitting poles and we had uh, dances that went on for a week in the Second World War, they needed something to, you know, what he calls it, a guy sitting on a flagpole for a week or two weeks. So if he sits for three days, he's gonna fall off. So obviously, you keep falling asleep every couple of minutes, and you wake up every couple of minutes, and you obviously hold on to that flake pole for dear life, and you're not going to fall off. And the same thing goes for dancing, or whatever it is that you're doing. But it doesn't mean you're involved in it and totally in the thing that you'd rather lay down in bed and go to sleep. But it's enough to refresh you for a few minutes that you're able to continue further. And the attitude was in Yankee Vavina's time, which we see from Vayetzi Gagum Yashiva Vecharon, Vayifka Bamokim, and Vayolan Shom, and he left there, and he slept there. Why does he tell you he slept there? Because for 14 years he didn't sleep there. He didn't sleep. So what does it mean? You just left Yeshiva, and what? Now I'm a Balabos, and a Balabos can go to sleep? Is that what you're telling me? Well, as long as I'm in Yeshiva, I can't go to sleep. But once I become a Balabos, I can go to sleep. That's what you're telling me? Okay, maybe that's, that's an attitude. But that attitude reminds me of a thing which is, I think, becomes rarer and rarer. I don't know what it isn't, but it definitely was around when I was younger. This day and age, nobody just has a television room. They probably have a video room and in, their, in their basement or wherever they have it. And he and his wife are watching videos. The son who's home from for, for, for yeshiva or with Ben Azmanim or whatever, he's home for Shabbos, pulls up a chair and he wants to watch too. Out of here. You belong in the base medrash. Hey, what about you? Oh, I, I already graduated. I don't, I don't have to be in the base medrash anymore. But you gotta be in the base medrash. And that was the attitude. The attitude is, in yeshiva, you gotta be holy, you gotta one type of wet lifestyle. You leave yeshiva, you have a different lifestyle. And the Rabbanishim is trying to prove to us that that is not the way it's supposed to be. So he made tremendous nisim that would happen that, Avram, that uh, Yaakov Avin is gonna fall asleep in the Mokar Amigdash. And that's exactly what he did. He has his dream. We'll talk about the dream maybe in a minute. And he guarantees, the Benishim guarantees him that's going to be, everything's going to be fine. Now, Yikatz Yaakov Mishnose, Yaakov wakes up from his sleep. 
God was here, and I don't know. I didn't know about it. Vayiro vayema, he got frightened. Maneira mokem hazeh, what a frightening place this is. He said, "Kiyem lekim, bekiyem beisal lekim, is that shashemayim?" Okay. So a person with that emotion in the thing should have moved away, jumped away, whatever it is there, and not and not gone to sleep again. Vayashkim Yaakov abekia. Yaakov got up in the morning. That means he went back to sleep. And he understood the lesson the Benjamin wanted to tell him. Sleep is important. I made you a human being. And I made a necessity of being a human being sleep. And therefore, in order for you to serve me, you have to be able to sleep. And it's in holy things. So therefore, even the Mokham Amikdash is supposed to sleep. And he got the message. But it's not what he was living. So what he did was the first thing he did, which is a matzeva. He put oil on his head. Now oil, why oil? We haven't found the carbon yet of oil. All we had was carbonus. Well, maybe even a mencha. What do you have? The idea is an expression, where's the fat? If you want to describe Gashmias, it's the fat. It's the extra. It's the thing that makes things taste good. It means things. Besides the fact that oil itself is probably the largest, the, the single most used Gashmi thing in the world. What do I mean? You can light with it. You can cook with it. You can actually smear your body with it in order to give like lubricants and stuff to your body. So it serves many purposes, oil. So if I want to describe something that's a gashmi, I take oil. And I put that on a matseva. And I said, you know, a matseva can't grow. Can't make a stone bigger than it was. So therefore, so is the gashmi. The gashmi is only so much you need not more. What about Ruchnis? It's a Mizbeach. A stone, another stone, another stone, another stone. And therefore, Rashi that says in Parashas Shaftim, and which we're talking about a Matzefah, she's Sonei Hashem Alekecha, the God hates, says that, but in the others it was loved. I don't know where he gets it from, but I'm assuming it's from here. And if it means it's from here, if you look at this interpretation, what I'm saying, it has one has nothing to do with the other. One is talking about Kobanis, and one is talking about Gashmis. Gashmis has an end to it. But the difference is, is a very strange thing about Gashmis. Sometimes complete, complete abstination from Gashmis, let's say fasting, a person can do. Do a thousand calorie diet, I can't do. Why can't you do it? You can fast. No, that extra bite, I can't stop myself from eating. And that's the point that he wants to know. Now you threw something at me. You told me I'm a to use the gashmias, but only so much. How do I know if I can do it? So what did he do? Vayida Yaakov never the lema. Me, I will keep me. Modi, if God is going to be with me, 
ושמורני בדרך הזה, שאנכי הולך ונוסני לחם לחם בגד לובו, God was his God. Until he was 99 years old, he was not his God. When the Rebbeinu Shem told him, and make make a bris about it, we'll make it in the middle, in order that I should be you and your children's God, that's when he first became our God. But until then, he wasn't our God. He was God. That's what it says. And wherever as such something matzeva yeh beisalikim, in other words, because that's a matzeva, it can be a building block. V'chol hashatitin li asa asan loch, and whatever he gives me, I will give him back ten percent. That's a very funny neda, uh, you know. It would be a lot easier to say, God, look, I don't know who's a good guy in this world or not. You know who who needs money or not. Give me ninety percent. You give the other guy ten percent, and leave me alone. What do I have to be involved? That would have been a simple way of doing things. But he understood, if I have to have this balance in my life, that gashmis, but not too much, I need association with the place that's basically kid. So everything you give me, I want to be involved giving it to them. So they need me. And they need me, they make care of me. If they make care of me, they're going to teach me what I have to know. And therefore, I'll be able to do this thing that we were trying to grow into. And that's the godless of Allah. Now, we do know, as they say, we, we described the Elokus uh, of Avom, Elokus of Yaakov, but we don't have anywhere a place where Rabbanisha made a bris with Yitzchok to be Elokus. And yet, in the dream, that Yaakov Avinu has, where he says, what does God say to him? The God of Yitzchak, and the God of Yitzchak. So obviously, I do have something special with Yitzchak going that no one else. And that I would assume either Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem. I, I don't know what to explain it, but I assume it has to do with the Akedah. It has to do with the fact that Yitzchak is an oil to Mima, that God, this is what I want in this world. It's Yitzchak, and that's what he wants. Okay. Now, it's interesting. Rashi also describes the latter. He says, where was the ladder? Let's see if I can find it. Yaakov, remember, was going from Be'er Sheva to Choron. That's going north, right? Okay.
אוילים ויורדים בו, אוילים תחיל לכך יורד מלוכים שלוו בארץ אין יוסים חוץ לאות די לנגוואלו וארץ יזוב ואולו לוקיע ויורד מלאכי חוץ לאות. אבל כן, הוא אומר, מה זה הלדר? הלדר's feet were in באר שבע. We should say that with something. ‫-וווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
They're not clowns. They don't count shame in, in Neyach. I don't know why exactly, because they, even though you also work for the Goyim, but uh, but somehow they were maybe special, uh, special Fumkaiten that they had. But the other Menviyim of Eiv and his oldest and his four friends and the Ur and Bilam, and those guys are all counted as the Nevi'im to Mishayilam, and Bilam was the last. Lephaz was counted as the first. And the reason is because he was raised by Yitzchak. Now, when he was 15 years old, uh, when Navram died, and so he was a kid raised by Yitzchak. So, you know, pretty, pretty uh, much, you know, the right things to do. And he's given the job by his father to kill Yaakov. And he don't want to kill Yaakov. So he comes up with a new idea. Oni Choshev Kemes. If you give me all your money, you're dead. I killed you. Okay, so that's what he did. He gave him all the money. He has no money left. But he's still alive. Okay. Um, and that's how he comes to Lavan. And um, he starts to work for Lavan. And Lavan has two daughters. And then there's a Vachle Yisrael on this too. Like this, you always learn. She had soft eyes and stuff like she was always crying and stuff like that. So she really looked a mess, right? And and who's the nice looking one? Rachel. And the, the others, Vishen, say, well, look, what do you want to look at bad things about our mothers? It's not true. Well, our mothers are beautiful women. Everything else, they so it has nothing to do with anything. So he learns rach v'tov. The word rakos means they were beautiful. Her eyes were beautiful. Okay, well, whatever it was. But she had that, that, that image, and Leah was at both things. We, we discussed once before, I think, by Rivke and by Sora, not completely, maybe not completely, but you got to, Rashi says here, and he says, he repeats it, I think, by Yosef also, and he uses an expression of double, both Toya and And he explains that Toya is the parts of Panim. That's the formation of the bone structure of the bone, which is a beautiful uh, thing. And therefore, that, that, that one. And the other one is Ziv Cluster, like, more like, like charm more than anything else. Uh, and these two are divided by both. Now you have, we had in the Avtere of Adeniyom, it's back in, not in Tildes, but that talks about that he was Yefeya Toya Ma'oid. He was very beautiful and physical. And Rivke and Sore are not referred to that way. Sore is referred to and anata yedati ki yifas mare at yifas mare, not yifas teya. And what do you call it? And on on Rivke it says teivas mare moid. Again, the word moid. And the difference is, I guess, one would be the physical. I think we discussed it last time. One is the, you know, always being in the right place at the right time. 
And therefore, then the Yor was more what looked good, and the other ones was what was actually producing the goodness and stuff like that. Is there a specific Yetzirah for beauty, for a, a uh, charm more than for beauty? It seems to be so, from the fact that uh, he uses that terminology, even though you can use the Lush and Yefei as also a form, a type of form, as if it's Tovas would be the Gomu Amidos and stuff. But by Avimelech, it seems to be that uh, Avimelech was enough in the Tevas manner, that he was more impressed with Rufkes Midas than anything else. Okay. Okay. Anyway, comes out, Lava wanted to fool him, and it's interesting. So Yaakov Avino is a smart man. He wrote an ironclad contract. Rochel bitcha haktana. There's no way you could misinterpret that, except one. I don't listen to the contract at all. And that he never understood that it could be such a person as not going to listen to the contract. So therefore, he trusted it in the words. But obviously, Lovin didn't listen to the contract. That's all. He knew it. Now, there's a machlekesen in, in the in, well, two different oceans. One the Medrash Tanchum and the Medrash Rabba. The Medrash Tanchum says all the gifts that Yankiv Avinu sent to Rachel, Lavan gave to Leah. So in other words, he was playing this for a long time, and at least for those seven years, whatever it was there, that any gifts, uh, at least Leah should be under the assumption because he knows Leah is not going to steal her sister's husband. So therefore, that if, if 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 she did not believe she's the one that was being courted, she wouldn't she wouldn't agree to go be 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 the kala. Oh, but Bibald, as far as she was concerned, he was the one that was always courting her. So now it's time to get married. So it's time to get married. So whatever it is, that's the the tanhume. Uh, Medus is is a little bit different, and I think this this is a pshat in it. And the Shabbat says, in, in, when he realized who she was, he kept calling her the crook, the daughter of a crook. And she said to him, who said, Ani Esav B'cherecha? Now, what did that help? First of all, how does she know about it? I, I, I don't know. They know everything. Okay, but what did she mean by saying that? Because you're a liar. I'm a liar. Now... You claim you're the Bechor. And therefore, you, you had a right to be there. So then, you're mine. The only reason I was always crying because I thought Esau was the Bechor. But now you're telling me you're the Bechor, so you're mine. So what are you saying to me? So she was right. Okay. Now, there's an union of emotions. And I guess it's... Uh, I guess how to touch up a Goyish emotion and a Yiddish emotion. Someone reads um, Julius Caesar. It's a book by uh, Shakespeare. And he defines Brutus's speech. And he says, I love Caesar, but I love Rome more. 
So you have two, the definition of love is one step, and there's a higher step. And that's exactly what Raya thought existed. It came from Goyesha. What did the Rabbeinishim see? Leia was hated. Right? Now my husband will love me. Now well, he doesn't hate me. He just doesn't love me yet. For now that I gave him a son, he's going to love me. So by them, he's teaching this love, and there's a bigger love. So therefore, what do you call it? And the Benjamin said, no, no, there's no such thing. He doesn't love you, he hates you. In other words, if I love, I love everyone equally, 100%. Anything less than 100%, that means 2% the hate is entered into the thing. Not the pshat, and that's what he's telling you. And Mamela, when she names her second son, now she got her that I'm hated. So she realized that if to the second child, that you, you don't gain love by eating certain things. And, the thing there. and that is what some things ma'akiv that love, and we call that hate. I don't know what, what I'm saying. The word hate is a bad word because I'm sure he never hated little Leia in any way. But the, my, the idea is, is that, that the absence of love is hate. Not that the absence of love is parav. And then she did a third time, and she had and this I once saw Rav Salvechik once describing it. He said, Ruvian is on this hand, Shim is on this hand, and who are you going to do with Levi? So automatically my husband's got to help me. He's got to give me, lend me hand. So therefore, uh, you love Ishi. My husband will be involved. And he named the fourth, and it seems to be tiny a little bit on, 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 on her, but what she said was, and, and no one was made to Tarkodish Bochu until later. We all know that everybody was made to Tarkodish Bochu before later, or the Mauritian, and then, and Noyach, and then everyone was, they, they, they had nothing to do. But it's the first one that got something through the loss by other people. Everything else, God gave me a billionaire. Didn't take anything away from anybody else. Gave me to me. Over here, where they knew there's going to be twelve kids, and there will be four wives. That means three are allocated for each one. By the fact that she had four, that means one of the other three is going to lose one. And that is to be to be thankful for that is very hard, because I'm like thankful in your service, and I'm, that's not my kavana. My kavana is to thank God that that we took care of. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. In fact, the Rabbeinu uh, Yena in the Nagdoma to others, um, I don't know Nagdoma, the first Mishnah, he's trying to explain that a Dayan is the one who represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the fullest. What is, what is the HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing in this world? He takes from him and he gives to him. And that's what a dying does. It takes from one and gives to the other. And that's the true emulation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu.
Okay. And she stopped giving birth. Okay. Rachel, she swore that she didn't. So again, back to the same achleikis between the Rashi and the Ramban. Rashi says that it seemed like the fact you took in a tzore, that gave you a schusamah to have a kid. And uh, I don't know exactly what that means. Having giving myself pain gives me schusim. So I'm bound learn simply because you're owned by me. You're my yeshivchah, so my yeshivchah's child is my child. As simple as that. Okay, but anyway, she does that. And she gives birth to two kids, Dun and then Aftali. Now, you got to figure out how to get all these kids in in seven years. That's really the hard part. Got 11 kids for four women in seven years. Okay. So I have in the book, by, by my, in the book, I try to figure it out. In other words, and sometimes there's only three months difference between one 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 of the shvat and the next one. They come to do different women. So, answer. okay. Anyway, Leah sort of that she stopped giving birth, so she went back and gave uh, her shifcha, and she got two kids over there, God and Nosha, and those are the. What he calls, we're still missing uh, two from Yehuda and the, and the two from uh, Okay. We got uh, eight kids so far. Reuben goes, and this I think is the, uh, the, 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 the thing that was Geirim, Reuben's toys. Reuben went and they learned from him, even he took only Minah Hefkel, didn't take anything, never stole from the guy's field, even uh, flowers, again, okay. he his mother. And Rachel says to her, to Raya, give me from your from the flowers. Mashman, these flowers are supposed to have some kind of gula for giving birth, so give them to me. <coughs> and she answers her, but you stole my husband from me. You want to also take my, 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 my son's flowers? So Rachel, let should sleep with you tonight. And she lost the awesome at that time because she made it such a, a simple thing like, you know, I, I, I barter you away and whatever it is there. And whatever, but that's what, what, what happened. But what did Ruben hear? Ruben heard that his own mother refers to her husband, who she was the first wife, as being stolen from her. Because the cashier rose, in other words, we know Yanki Amino made errors, especially when in dealing with human relations. He didn't handle Yosef and his brothers well. Then I guess the local maybe not even well, if you want to call it that way. And when he's trying to keep rubbing it in all the time, he goes and he, and he degrades Leia in front of what he calls, in front of everybody. It doesn't make sense. And I would assume that he's a smart man, that much he's smart. He knows 
that Le- Leah has six big sons, and you know he's not, not to start up with them. He doesn't know what they will do and how they will react. So why is he starting up with them? Why is he insulting Leah in front of them? So I think this is pshat. Yaakov did not want to insult Leah. Akert, he wanted to be Mishabeacha. I have two number one wives. I don't have no number two wife. I only have two number one wives. Och and Leah. Both of them will be buried with me in the if it wasn't for that. That thought that, that, that Ochel goofed on that part. But they both would have been buried with him in the Mosamachpele. Two of them, equal. Both equal. How do you do that? If he puts it, this bed or closet or whatever you want to call it, that he has in, 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 in Rochel's tent, he's going to put it in, in, in Leia's tent, people are going to have that and thinking, oh, Leia was number two. I'm going to put it in a Shifcha's tent. Nobody's going to have that have a meaning. So how come Ruvin goofed? Because he was by this argument. And he heard that she said, you stole my husband. And therefore, because of that, in his mind, his mother always considered herself number two to Rochel. And, and therefore, he made the error. And he had to figure it out. And this thing teaches us, really, the Messiah, that we rely on our, our, our Gedoyim, they have reasons for whatever they do, but we don't always agree with them, and we may not even know what their reason is, because it's personal, or if I care if people make mistakes, and if I told you too much about it, and you'll think this is the reason instead of this being the reason, and for that reason, they don't tell you. So if you're supposed to have trust in the Godel that he knows what he's doing, I may not agree with him, but he's the one in charge now. No one else is in charge. He's the one in charge. And if he says that's what we do, that's what we do. And I think this is, uh, what do you call it, um, the, the big Musa over here, is that the fact is that that was the part that got lost, that, that people thought Ruven was making a decision that Yaakov is wrong. I don't agree with him, and therefore I'm going to counteract his, his thing until he actually realized that it, and how long did it take him? I would say a minute or so, but he was a pachas kamayim. He was a guy who, as soon as he had a thought, he acted on it. He didn't wait to rethink it. That was his problem, pachas kamayim. We see that his tikkun hamidos, or the shevet, of the tikkun hamidos, is when it comes to the next time we're representing uh, the Shevet Ruvim with God, had a lot of mikne. Puts Ruvim before God. Who spoke to Moshe? The Bnei God and the Bnei Ruvim. Ruvim did not speak. God spoke. And Ruvim just was there behind them, listening. I'm part of the group, but, I'm, but I don't put up any words. It gets so bad by Shiraz Dvaira, that she talks about Ruvin You can't make a decision anymore. That's how big the word is. And that's the din. When a person wants to be sacking a midah, 
So he has to go to the Kitseya Achorin, from jumping to uh, immediately having an answer, to not being able to make a decision. That was the Mida Achorin, and then he was able to come back to the middle. Okay, and this that she traded for the Dudoyim, it's a very Gashmiya thing, right? Which son was she Zoichet to? The son of Teire. And therefore Yisachar was from that night. And Vun is Yetzim, the one that has the benefit of Yisachar's Torah by paying for it. And then came Yosef and what he got. Okay. Oh, and... Uh, Here's, here's a very interesting thing, which is very negative, halachic thing now. Uh, and it says, V'achak yolda bas ned, she gave birth to a, to a girl, and v'atika shmoyudina, shmoyudina. And why did we call it dina? Because she made a din benafsha, right? she says, that if it's a boy, since she will have seven sons, and therefore her sister will not even have a second, will not even be equal to the shvachis. So therefore, because of that, she misspelled. But how it's going to take place, she actually had no idea how it's going to help. She just, this should be a girl. That's all she paid for. Uh, surrogate motherhood. This is a very uh, important thing. Who is the mother? The egg mother or the birth mother? Okay? So... The daily Israel all held the, birth, the egg mother. We have Yenison ben Azil that says it's the birth mother. Where are you guys coming from? Okay. And this I had, I don't know where I was, where I was, so the, the garish business, we had to close down the thing. And we, we went visiting Zimbabwe, and he kept bringing up this subject. I don't know why, but in order, he brought it up by Rabbi Yashav, he brought it up by what's his name, Karelitz, and by the Bezdin there. And what it wasn't, it was, we, I think it was, we still probably rabble, we didn't get to see him. No. Okay, anyway, they went on. And they both all answered the egg mother. And I had this thing with Rabbi Aaron Choi in England, also the egg mother, just was Niftigad this week, I saw. This week. The egg mother. Makes a lot of problems, the egg mother. That means that anyone that does this from a shiksa, uh, what do you call it, takes the egg from a shiksa, the kid's a guy. He's involved in Klaiusel. It's hidden. Nobody announces this kid was an egg. Was I uh, was I took an egg from a shiksa? You pretend it's your own egg. That's all the, the whole idea of it. Okay, so this is the mice. So I remember from the, from both from the Yosef and from Kavelitz, they just stared at me when I said, "What's his name?" I was able to with Aaron Choi. I was able to argue him out. I said, not from with Yenis Menuzil. Again, Yenis Menuzil, I'll tell you exactly what, 
what the Bezdin of Kharavet uh, tell me. But I said to him, there's a Talgum, there's a, a Payet on the first day of Rosh Hashanah that discusses that Rochel, and that Rashi quotes, that Rochel was afraid that Yaakov is going to divorce her and Yaakov is going to marry her. Right? And he brings down this thing there. That same Payet says the babies were changed. There were two pregnancies taking place at the same time, and the Rabbanishim took the baby from here and put it here, and the baby from here and put it here. Two different babies. The babies were exchanged. It didn't change the baby itself, and then the baby changed. So the egg mother of Yosef was Leah, the birth mother is Rachel. The egg of Dina is the other way. The egg mother is, is, is Rachel. The birth mother is Leah. And who's she called? Right? Who is the mother of Yosef? Or, or what do you call it? Who is it? It's Rachel. So in passing, they said in right away. What is, what's, your, what's your Shiloh? Okay. So when I told the over to Ernst I think he accepted it and whatever it is then I think he changed his talking, I don't know. But when it's Nazi soil, they didn't do it. So I happened to ask the so we have to, we had business with the Besan of uh Karelitz. And we asked them, you know, uh, you know, uh, I see that that's what he holds the egg mother with the thing there. Where is his truth? Does he have a truth on it? No truth. There's only a cold curve. The three Siamese of the Kolkata was Vazda, Karelitz, and, and, and Zambal Yoshev. Those were the three uh, Siamese. But no rice, nothing. Just they don't do it. Okay. And, but I said to him, but what do you do with the, the Targum, you innocent? Targum who? That was the, the reaction. What do you mean, Targum who? Targum Yannison. It's an older big fat chumashim. They call him Mikroyz Kedalis, you know. They put down a Targum there and they call him Mikroyz No such person. Some guy in the Middle Ages, who knows who he was? Some Amarots. What do you mean? You don't know that Yannison and Zia wrote a Targum? On Tanakh, it says. Not on Chumish, it doesn't say. So who's Chumish? I don't know. Okay. So that was the, the reaction on that part. Then I asked them from Rashi, that, way, that, that they didn't have an answer for. So we don't know. Okay. So well, that was the thing there. But basically, they're Machel Klai Yisrael. By entering Goyim into the Klai Yisrael, everything, everything, all the Yichas Klai Yisrael gets all bevuvu. We have no right to our Yichasim because we can't hide it anymore. And that, and we, you know, and and we want to hide it. So therefore, it's uh, not a portion of Maisa. They do other things like that. Uh, I had a Maisa where I made a gear into a coin. How you like that one? Okay. What was the Maisa? Uh, a person came to me, his wife, they had an adopted child from Elsie Soil, and the kid's coming to Bar Mitzvah. And they told him that, you know, you're not a Kohen. You're a girl. We adopted you. Made you what do you want from me? 
and where I can help you with it. Um, what are you going to tell the kid? The kid told us, the Farish, if I'm not going to be a Koyan, if I am not going to be a Koyan, if I'm not going to be a Koyan, then I don't want to be I'm not a family. I don't want everyone to know I'm not your child. And if you're going to be a Koyan, then I'm not. And then everyone's going to know I'm not your child. And I don't want that. So I don't want to be by mitzvah. I don't want to be nothing. You know. What are you going to do with the kid? I have no idea. We're talking, Stamaze, you know, where did this take place? The place in Nazi soil. I said, who is the mother of the kid? You know, there was, uh, she was a Jewish uh, woman. She came from, uh, the, from Latvia, some other right? She was the, the shlucha, whatever it is, that I brought Jewish kids, as you saw, but they were not, she was not from, and whatever it is, they invented. So I said, look, you got friends in Nazi soil. Why don't you ask them where she lived during that time, find out where, you know, where the kid was born and all that. And they go in Tel Aviv, they go there, and it's as far as a family of Kohanim. That was the father. So the father is now, yes, so how come he's listed as a girl? Any adopted child in Al-Tisar was listed as a girl. But I'm not a girl, I'm a Jew. I'm a Kohen. Okay, that was the thing. Okay, but that was... That was the mice. Okay. So sometimes you got to be careful, huh? How does he get to be his father was... His father was a Kayan. Nobody takes out of it. Two Jews, one was a Kayan, one was a woman, not a married woman, okay. 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 Anyway, they make up a deal. Lovem knows that that you know he needs he, he needs Yaakov because whatever his his atzloch is coming from Yaakov, and you know do me a favor, hang around for a couple of years, you know, thing over there. And so they make up some kind of deals, colored with things there, whatever it is there. I I assume I don't really know what's the dominant color of a sheep. You know, I've seen black sheep and I've seen white sheep. The middle colors I found very rare. And I never saw them. Goats, whatever they have, they have different colors. And the goats I saw take different colors. Okay. Okay. So he makes up. I don't know anything about these sticks and businesses or Shiva held had no power at all in what it did. Okay. Abel, there are guys who hold here something like that. I don't know. Okay. And they kept begging, and he kept building up an empire because uh, of, of these odd things. And whatever, he love and decided it should not be, that's the one it became more of. So he changed his salary ten times. And yet again, but obviously, love and still kept getting richer and richer and richer. And didn't stop loving and becoming richer. Because the point is, if he would have had all of uh, all, all the sheep that Yaakov had also, so it was also surely something. Okay. And 
the sons were, were complaining a little bit, you know, okay. And he, and he sees it. And he sees that Lovin is not with him too much anymore. He doesn't look at him the right way. He's always looking at him as, is, did he cheat me? Did he not cheat me? Whatever it is there. Okay. And Rabbeinishim comes to him and tells him, move on. Go back. Not all things, when Rabbeinishim tells you to do something, does it have to be bad. Sometimes they're obvious that it's the right thing to do. But because you're a Navi, you can't move without a direct tzivu. So therefore, you have to wait for the Rabbeinishim to tell you, move. But the Etzim Adin, the Rabbeinishim can show us many times in life this is a proper decision you make. It's a good decision. No doubts about it. Okay. Okay. Now she's Rachel steals the thing. Now there's always I thought there was an error in Rashi, and it's not. He makes a cheshbon. It says there that he he covered the ground in four days. Uh, because they were three days apart from the sun. So the Shliach, when Yaakov was moving, was leaving, was three ways, days apart from Lovan. So it took him three days to get to Lovan to warn him. And then Lovan has to come back three days, so six days, so he's already gone six days, and he's only where they started. That's the way it should be. And that's not what it says here. It says... Uh, So as she says, they came on the fourth day. Shlishi, way of seven days. Says Those three days that he was going to tell him, right? Yeholach Yaakov Ledake. Nimtzi Yaakov Rochem Eleven Shishu Yom. Maybe six days apart, right? Ubishvi, he reached him on the seventh day. Lovon, Ubishvi, he sagged him. Lovon, Lomadne, Shikomash, Holach Yaakov, Bishiva Yomim, whatever he walked in seven days, Holach Lovon Beyemechot. You have four days, what are you talking about, right? So the, uh, it always bothered me that, you know, something is a toys here, uh, right? But it came out a very good answer one of the Bachem once told me. He said, no, what happened was he went home first to check if it's true, the story. So he went back to, to, uh, to Cholon. And when he was in Cholon, he saw, he wanted to check what they stole from him. And he saw that they stole the trophim from him. And that's when he started chasing after them on the thing over there. Till then, okay, you left, you left, you left. But now that you stole something from me, now I'm after you. Okay, now we're doing Okay. Uh, 
Okay, so anyway, they caught up to them, and they, uh, since the Rabbeinishim told Lovim bug off, so he bugged off. Okay, the shail is, how do you, you know, he still felt, it's interesting, I have the power to do evil to you, but God said stay away, don't do nothing. If God told you to stay away from me, it means you don't really have the power to do evil to me. Yes, I do, because that's why you had to tell it to me. That's why you didn't have to tell it to me, or he just break my arm. So therefore, the question is, what care do you really have? Okay, I don't know. It's a good thing to think about. And you have also, it says, He kisses everybody, everyone goes off. And Yankov goes on his way, and he meets a bunch of malochim, and he says, this is called Machanoim, he goes, meeting malochim, or going to malochim, and everybody's happy here. So Shiva learned the very important he said. What happened afterwards, the next said He's afraid of Esav. Why is he afraid of Esav? He saw the Malachim is with him. Everybody's on his side. What is he afraid of? There's two th- there's two parts of life. There's the life of Bracha, and the Bainishulam will give me every part of Bracha that I deserve. At the same time, he'll give me every part of Ainish that I deserve. So what happens is, I was and I saw it. It doesn't guarantee me that everything else is going to be shown. So therefore, I have to do my status for the rest of the trip. What do you call it? And this is in really in everything. And the Rosh Hashim works it the other way too. If something good comes from bad, you have to realize that the good could have come without the bad. That word. Uh, you saw a nega in the house and you had to break the wall down but by breaking the wall down you found a billion dollars in the wall right, it's a good thing for you you found a billion dollars but it came to breaking the wall down because of a nega that means that you were a bad guy you weren't market whatever it is, the midas ways that the goyim come from you, you were that guy but you happen to be a good guy too, so I gave you a lot of schach. But the man says, I wanted you to know that you're a bad guy and that you have to do chuva. It's not something that, you know, since all's well, it turns out well, is not, well, not good. That's what, the way she, that's what she wanted to prove. And same thing here also, the I met Machanoim, so what do I got to worry about now? You got to worry about it. One has nothing to do with the other. And that's the thing there. That we should talk and see the end of the Golos. This is really what we reflective. Don't forget, we're dealing here with the two big Zedas of Claudius soil. You know, I, mean, I hate to think about it that way, but that's what they, they are. There is the Zayda Lovan and the Zayda Yankif. Zayda Lovan is from all 12 Shvatim come from the Zayda Lovan. And therefore, there's nothing to be proud about over there. On the other hand, all 12 shorten come to the Yankee Fusa. And we have to know that whatever was injected in us through Lavan as a Roshe, and whatever it is, there's something. We have to, at the same time, know that that has to be taken out on the same token, good parts, what he has, if there are any, that that's ours. And we should be able to keep them. That's Lachar Rabbin, a good Shabbos.